Rock your body mic check one, two. It's time for another episode of Watch the Chat. Five, four, three, two, one, zero. All engine running. Liftoff. We have a liftoff. And welcome back to another episode of Watch the Chat with me, Adam Scott Pringle. And we're in a new microphone. Yes, what you're listening to now is the new microphone. Still playing about with it. I think it's alright. Let me know if you've got any any of you audio fans out there. I don't know what I'm talking about. But you know what I mean. Folk that think they know what they're talking about when it comes to technology. Like me, who thinks they know what they're talking about. But I'm just guessing. Last week we had a fantastic guest, Abby. Abigail Carter-Simpson, a lot of banter flung about there. Um, I heard a a gig went well, so I'm told. This week we have a belter. It's with my good friend, Fred Gray. You will have seen him in the West End with Mischief Theatre, the play that goes wrong, Peter Pan goes wrong. He's he's an absolute star in his own right. I'm just, this is his words, not mine. Again, this is what people tell me. And um, yeah, I'm excited for you to hear what we talk about today. We talk about him getting ripped off with aftershaves. We talk about social media again, you know, the norm. But as always, send in questions if you have any for Chat in the Hat. And if you'd like to be a guest, well, why not drop me a little message? I'm all for, I'm all for seeing if, but you can only come on if you've got banter. That's all I'm saying. So strap in, get ready. Whatever else you can think of that will make you prepared for the next hour of your life. And here is our episode of Watch the Chat. Knock, knock, who's there? Oh, look, hello and welcome. Before I allow you to come in, we need to get to know you first. So, let's have some small chat on the doormat. It's time for small chat on the doormat! Good afternoon, kind sir. What is your name? My name's Fred Gray. Hello, Fred Gray. How are we? Really good. I really enjoyed. I really enjoyed watching that. I thought it was always like a pre-recorded. No, nope, it's live. Like live seeing, every time. Seeing you like gear yourself up for it and seeing it live. <laughs> that was incredible. Thanks, man. It's just like um, just like anything in life. Always gear yourself up. That's what I say. Absolutely. Well, it just comes that very naturally to you. That was. Um, so, I almost want to start again to see you do it again, but I'm not. That's a waste of time. That's a waste of everyone's time. Big time. Um, and where are you at the moment, Fred? Uh, I'm indoors. Um, it's incredibly hot. I'm in South Woodford um, in Essex. Um, and it's, yeah, it's too, too hot to go outside. I've got two dogs either side of me. So if you hear, oh, little Russell there, um, that's what you'll hear every night. What kind of dogs? Uh, the Chihuahuas. I mean, I knew that. I just, for the listener. Do you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, of course. We'll, I mean, we'll otherwise... play that fake radio thing where it's like, oh, and uh, where do you come from, Fred? Uh, yeah, I mean they're the best. They're the best. They're the best things. The best things. Little buddy. And also, and buddy. That's the the little one. Yeah, we've only had him for six months. But also the whole sort of dog community. I was scared of dogs uh, before I met Jamie, my uh, my fiance. Um, and since them, I just abs- I, I don't know what I was doing in my life without dogs. I don't. Yep. I don't know what that. They're just the best. And also just walking around, you meet so many people. You did like the dog community. Big shout out to the dog community. Just yeah. unbelievable. Yeah. Yeah. So when they said man's best friend, they really yeah. did mean it. One hundred percent. Although obviously woman's best friend as well. So let's just. Of course. You know, patriarchy. But in terms of. The, Don't the, let the, the the world. Yeah. Don't let the patriarchy win. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dogs. Dogs and dog people are a breed of their own. Pardon the pun. Nice. Um, yeah. Nice. Uh, but yeah, when I when I when I'm home with my two little Shih Tzus, um, Bria and Myla, when you go a little walk, no other place would you really stop to like literally. Well, just pat somebody else's dog. Like no, it's not. It's not really. You wouldn't do it to just like a like. I don't know. You, no, you couldn't. You were going to say child. I was about to say child, and then I stopped yeah, myself there. No, you can't do that to people's children. That's no. Something I've learned. But dogs, um, you're allowed. Yeah, you're allowed to do that with dogs. It's weird. I really enjoyed, once again, uh, what the, the listeners don't know is that we can see each other the whole time. So I can see that you went, you did this sort of patting action and then you stopped it. You just, because uh, you realised there was a child, there's an imaginary child in front of you and you yeah. just stopped patting him. 
it was going to be a whole thing there, and uh, I'm, I, I could edit this out, but I think I might just leave it in just to, to say that I am a good person. And <laughs> Well, actually, just a few moments ago, I did say, you can't pat a child. I've learned, I've learned that. Yeah. Uh, I just need to make clear that I haven't, I haven't learned that like legal, just like sight, like just don't do it. Just, just don't do know, it. I haven't had prior, like I've never done anything like that before. I'm just saying. Don't, rules, don't look it up. Same rules don't apply to dogs yeah. as children. That's all I'm saying. I think everyone That's knows it. that. Great. And uh, what do you do for a living, Fred? Um, well, at the moment, it's difficult to say, isn't it? Um, it is. I, I was uh, am. Let's just say am. Let's not get depressing. Come on. No. Um, I'm an actor, director, man. Um, and yeah, and I do some teaching and tutoring on the side as well. That's my sort of, that's my thing. Yeah. Yeah, you're a busy man. Yeah. Well, I've I known, mean, yeah, just to on. put it out there, I've known you for what, five years? Yeah. Fred, Fred and I met in a nice little job, Saucy Jack and the Space Vixens, shout out. And wow. um, I, I would, safe to say, I remember, I've still say to this day that when I first met you, I was like, not intimidated, but I knew you were a hard worker. I was like, this man means business and he knows what he's doing. And and even though you did turn round and you were like, well, did I? <laughs> I mean, the, I mean, we met on a show called Saucy Jackson and Space Vixens. It's it's the only um, musical I've ever done, um, aside from a drama school. And um, and I think it's the only musical I'll ever do. Like I'm not, I was massively out of my depth. And I think when you looked at me in the first day of rehearsals, thinking this guy means business, it's mainly because I was completely intimidated completely out of my comfort zone and I didn't know what I was doing there like I, I had no clue and it, like the room was filled with incredible singers like and I'm, I'm like an average singer I like to sing at karaoke I'm not a I'm not a singer I'm not a singer so like whoa being there was a big big thing so I was very serious so maybe that's the vibe I gave off with something could like, have been just you I did not know you said I know what I was doing I didn't in that in that context you I put did it not. across very well yeah, but that whole job. I mean, it was the. It's where I met Jamie, um, my fiance. So I obviously don't ever regret doing that. Um, but it was. It was a, a huge. I was blagging. A lot of that was blagging. It was. It was, acting like hopefully acting so that they didn't realise the singing was, was off. You know. It wasn't um, off at all. Yeah. Yeah. There's no. There's no. There's no recorded footage on YouTube or like. There's nothing out there. Um, and I'm glad for that. That's all I'll say. I have, I have footage, but it's not on YouTube. Let's leave it. Let's leave that. Let's leave it Let's there. Leave that. Okay, well, Fred. Fred Grape. Nice little swift little move on from that. If you had to Big change time. your name, what would your new name be? Um, that's a good question. Uh, I've, always wanted like a, I've always wanted like a nickname. Like a, like, and I can't, but I don't even know what, like... Like shark or like that. No, it's an interesting one. Not, no, not like, but something like just one syllable, like a, a nickname that's got like a that's got like a backstory, you know, right. like Flash or like that isn't that isn't self-imposed. That like yeah. that something's happened to me, like shark because I've got attacked by a shark or Flash because yeah. I got got like hit by lightning or like do, do you know what I mean? Rather than yeah, just yeah. calling myself Flash and having to explain that I wanted to be called Flash. Exactly. Great. Do you know what I mean? I so understand. I like, so I want, I want, I've always wanted a nickname. I tried because I realised this is very sad. My full name is Frederick, right? And I realised out of my name, you can make lots of other names. So uh, when I was like 14, I was like, I'm going to reinvent myself. Because I've got choice here. I can be called Fred, Frederick, Derek, Eric or Rick. They're all made from my name, right? Nice. So I was like, call me Rick, guys. My name's Rick. <laughs> Did not work. No. Uh, it didn't, didn't work at all. But Fred's Rick. fine. Fred is fine. Fred's, Fred's fine. Well, I told, I, I think I've told you this, but when we first met, somebody asked, it may have been my mum, she went, oh, what the cast like and what's everyone's name? I went, yeah, this guy who's playing uh, Saucy Jack, his name's Fred. I swear that his surname's West, though, and I swear that that can't be real. <laughs> Yeah. Obviously, it's not. But at this, at the not. time, I couldn't remember that your surname was Gray, and I was like, I feel like it's Fred, like Fred West, but it's not. <laughs> that would Jesus. have been that would have been sad. That would have been. I mean, I would have had. I would have changed my name. If yeah, if your surname was West and your parents had named you Fred, yeah, that would. Yeah, yeah. That was just like cruel. a cruel gag. Yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, well, it would be giving me character, wouldn't it? I had to work against the status quo. Yeah, I don't. <laughs> exactly, <laughs> exactly. Great. Okay, Fred, what is the funniest joke you know by heart? Um. Okay, I've got I've got like a short one. I've got a short one. Yeah. Uh, which is what do you call a sheep with no legs? What? A cloud. Great classic. So um, that's just it's just a fun. Really tickled me. I heard that when I was like six, and I've, it stayed with me mm-hmm. forever. A longer one. Again, in the power of the edit, you can just get rid of this and keep just keep the cloud one. Okay. Um, but the um, the longer one is a man walks into a bar. Um, who, whose head is half a small orange, right? And the barman says, uh, "You're right, mate." And he's like, "Yeah, yeah, no worries. Uh, can I have a beer, please?" And he's like, "Yeah, no worries." Um, and as he as he's pouring the pint, he says, "I hope you don't mind me asking, but I couldn't help but notice that your your head is half a small orange. Just could you explain why why that is?" Um, and the guy's like, "Yeah, I mean, I get I get this all the time. So absolutely no worries about it." Um, yeah. So basically, I was walking down the street. Um, obviously, didn't look like, look like this. Um, and um, this this genie, he he came out of a lamp and said, uh, <laughs> "You can have three wishes, right?" And uh, and Barman's like, "Okay, what would you wish for?" And he said, "Well, for my first wish, I wish that I got a wallet that just whenever you spent money, it just refilled itself, mm-hmm. right?" Um, genie goes, "Great." Wallet appears. It goes into a shop, buys a Magnum. Um, I don't know why a Magnum. It's not part of the joke, <laughs> is it? Um, but uh, the uh, the wallet immediately refills with the money that he just spent. He's like, "That's amazing." Oh my God, what was your second wish? He's like, oh, well, uh, I wish that um, I could just think of a, a girl that I fancy and I could click my fingers and there she'd be and we'd go on a date and we'd have a wonderful night together. Mm-hmm. Right? Genie goes, he clicks, he, he thinks of he thinks of Pamela Anderson. Why am I thinking? Wow. Magnum and Plam- Pamela Anderson were not part of the joke originally. No. But Pamela Anderson like- back in... This is back in the day. This is it's like, like 90s you know, references. This is the 90s. Yeah. shows my age, right? <laughs> and Pam Ranson uh, appears and they go on a date. They have a lovely night together. It's like, wow. He goes, oh my God. So what do you wish for your third wish? And he was like, I wish that my head was half, a, half an orange. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, who came up with that joke? Is what I want to know. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. I heard it. And and that, I, was, I, that was real laughter there. Great. That was real Excellent. laughter. I could see that. I could see that in your eyes. Um, I don't know. I just heard, I heard that and I just love it. I love, I love it. It's stupid. Really wrong, stupid. Wrong foots you. Um, obviously, Pamela Anderson and Magnum, you can, you can replace those with different, you know, a different girl and a different item from the shop, probably more expensive than one pound. Um, mm-hmm. Just to really put it to, to, to the test. Because it's, it's hot, I think you, your mind went to Magnum. Yeah. Yeah. Why did he go to Pamela Anderson though? Hmm. I, I don't know. I don't it's know. Because I don't even bit. think she's particularly, you know. No offense, Pamela, if you are listening, but I don't. <laughs> I never thought. I never thought she was. She's actually next week's guest. <laughs> Whoa! I know. We're going big time. Absolutely. Well, she's not expensive. You can you can have me as a phone in. Yeah. We can have a chat and just set the record straight. That's it. Great. Okay, man. What is the best and worst purchases you've ever made? Okay. Um, so I think my, my worst purchase, um, well, I'm a, I'm a very gullible man. I'm a very gullible man. You can sell, you can sell, I seem, you know, you could say that I'm someone that knows who, what I'm about and like whatever, but I'm incredibly gullible. Mm-hmm. And I, um, I was once sort of um, wasting time on Oxford Street, and you know they have those perfume shops that sell out onto the street, mm-hmm. and they're like, um, "Oh, you get you get four colognes for forty pounds today. There's a new <laughs> cologne on the on the market. It's just here specific. It's just uh, you know world exclusive." And um, I got I just was like watching this guy. It took about thirty seconds, and I was like, "This is this is good, like." Mm-hmm. Because there was a there was a cologne. They were like, you get this cologne. It's new. It's exclusive. It's thirty pounds. It's thirty pounds, and we're throwing in three other ones for just a tenner. So it's forty pounds for four colognes here today. One is exclusive. It is not on the market yet, ladies and gentlemen. And obviously, they have loads of plants, right? They have loads of people there. 
uh, that work for the company. So I had this guy next to me be like, that's amazing. And I was like, it is amazing. So me and him had this like moment of trust. We we're just like, this is the best thing. Like, why is why why aren't everyone stopping on Oxford Street to, yeah. to buy this? Um, and I bought two bags. Because oh. <laughs> <laughs> I, I thought this is so good. Well, I don't want to. I don't want to run out. Of and course, you don't. Case, you know, because it is exclusive. I want to get in early, and make sure that you know. So I had I had eight colognes. Without smelling, it's like smelling them. It wasn't like I had a little oh. smell and thought, oh, that's nice. I just went on the basis that it was new and that three, I did the maths. I was like, well, the £10 for the three is £3.33 each, which mm -hmm. is nothing for cologne. No. I mean, if you do the, you know, the day-to-day -day spray, yeah. you think, you know, that is, I don't know, that's like 3p a spray. That's mm -hmm. like, I don't know how it actually equates. Yeah, I know what you mean. You know what I'm saying. <laughs> and I thought, well, I'll just, I'll just double up here. So I went to the cash machine, I got £80 out and got yeah. two bags. Great. Um, and then I think my best, my best purchase, this is soppy though, isn't it? It's soppy. Is, is the engagement ring for... Nailed it. For Jamie. Great. Um, because I don't think, you know, I, I didn't pick her ring and give it to her. She's way too fussy for that. Yeah. So yeah. I gave her a, um, a, a sort of replacement, like a stand-in ring. Thing, yeah, proposal. Proposal, yeah, proposal ring. Yeah. Proposal ring. Um, and then we went to cho choose it together. And that moment of her putting it on her finger and like just welling up, like it's just like you can't. It's a moment you'll never forget. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It was just like, well, this is worth every every penny. And I mean, it is literally, I'm still paying off the pennies. Let's not, let's not lie to ourselves. <laughs> yeah. But um, it was absolutely worth, yeah, it was, it was so worth it. it was, that's definitely the best thing I bought. I'm not a very material, I don't really like stuff. I don't really have a lot of stuff, you know, like I, I, I just sort of get by buying food. I love food, but like I don't mm. buy stuff. I don't not mm. really like, you know. So that was a, a, a thing of stuff that meant something. Great, that's a lovely little, that's a lovely little contrast there as well. It sums yeah, you up, both aspects of you there as well. I know, I know. The guy doesn't like stuff, but he's willing to spend 80 pounds on two bags of, <laughs> of terrible cologne. And how long did those colognes last? Uh, they uh, two of them went in the bin immediately. No, four really? of them. Two of the you know, because yeah. two of the 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 free ones, the one they threw in, went in the bin immediately, because they were absolutely like awful. They were like I don't know what they were made of, and they felt re I felt I felt really greasy. I felt really greasy, and it like made me feel like a like a sixty year old uh, businessman from Wall Street. Because mm. they're all of, like that. Yeah, yeah, they're all of them exactly. All the of same. them. But they all like I just but when I smelt it, that's what I thought of. Yeah, I thought of a fat, stuffy New York wank banker. Banker, there you go. Banker. Covered it there. Covered it. Um, great. Okay, Fred. What's the most ridiculous fact you know? Traditional German cake, German chocolate cake, is not named after the country. It's named after a man called Edward German. Really? Yeah. Do you like German cake? I love German cake. I'm half German, um, but I would have always assumed it was named after the country, not not a person called Edward German. Um, mm. yeah, I love it. That'd be really disappointing if you found out that Swiss cheese wasn't actually anything to do. Yeah. <laughs> Just named Swiss. after J Jacob Swiss. Yeah. There's so many things you could question that. Like a Go on. Sc Scotch egg. Named after... Ronald Scotch. <laughs> <laughs> really enjoyed, really enjoyed the exhalation of, of pain. Just like, ah, oh, ah, oh, Ronald. Ronald Scotch. Yeah. If you were a wrestler, what would your intro music be? Whoa, that's a good one. Again, I think I'd go for a 90s. I'd go for R. Ke no, I wouldn't go for R. Kelly. No, R. Kelly, nope. <laughs> Jeez. I thought that, to be fair to me, Right? Yeah, I thought of the song before I thought of the person. Yeah, yeah of course. I, th I imagined myself in a cape, mm -hmm. and I thought I want to fly. That's I believe it. I can fly, right? But then I thought that I'm I'm rescinding that. That's not yeah. that's not a thing. I'm not having R. Kelly as part of my my entrance music. What happens if it was covered by somebody else? No, it wouldn't matter. No, it would be the association. It would, you know, if I'm trying to get my name out there as a wrestler, and I say I have a good job, do a mm -hmm. good job in the ring, 
whatever the wrestling <laughs> terminology is. Yeah. Uh, and then you know the papers are on it. I, papers don't really write about wrestling either, so I don't know what yeah. I'm doing in this little this little role play. Um, <laughs> but I don't want anything in the press about me associated with with R. Kelly. Okay. Okay. Um, so I'm going to go for I'm going to go for Mbop by Hanson. Yeah. I can see that, and then everyone's clapping in the exactly. In the it's got a very steady. There you go. Yeah, and Fred. Yeah, I can see it. I mean, I just think I think it sets the mood. It yeah. like wrong foots them, you know, because it's quite a happy, happy sort, happy-go-lucky song, and I think they're not prepared for the danger. Mm-hmm. The, the danger that is coming. Yeah, no idea. That's it. It's, um, it's it's twisting it. Yeah. It's excitement. Yeah. So, that's yeah. Mbop. That, Mbop. Great. Okay, man. What secret conspiracy would you like to start? I would start the conspiracy that pets can talk to the parents or grandparents of young children. Hmm. Let me explain. Mm-hmm. Jamie told me this wonderful story about how her nan. Um, I think this is right. She'll, she'll obviously correct me if I, but not, not. So I'll just say it here. Um, her nan, um, to get her to do stuff, would say that the the dog told her that she should, mm-hmm. and as a result, Jamie would do it. So if she was trying to get her to brush her teeth, very clever. She'd be like, "No, it was, it was a cat. I think it was a cat called Sammy. I think it was a cat called Sammy." And um, so Jamie would just be sitting there, go and brush your teeth. No. Go and brush your teeth. No. And then Sammy would meow. And then she'd be like, Sammy said she should go and brush her, t- brush her teeth. And yeah. she'd go immediately. Very clever. Yeah. So I think if children believe that the, the pets are talking to the parents or grandparents, it's a really good parenting tool. I, th- I think so, that's, for all you parents out there, that's a good little... I think it's, it's going to... Yeah, I think it's, it's a really good... Get that out there. Obviously, it won't be as big as other... Um, things, and I won't say what those things are that children believe in that adults yeah. know more about because I don't want you know, I don't know I don't know the age span of your of your listeners. That's um, it. So I'm just saying that there are other things out there that we know more about than children. Of course. And they are just put them in the same pool, put them That's all it. in there, put the put pets in there as well. Lovely. Not That's believing great, in pets. I don't yeah. mean believing in. You know what I mean. I've explained. Thank I know you. what you mean. That's good. I like that. Thank you. Took a while. Okay, last question. What is something that is really popular now, but in five years everyone will look back on and be embarrassed by? I want to say like Instagram. Um, yeah. But then I don't think I don't think we will be embarrassed by it. I think. No. I think I will be. Mhm. But most people won't be. I think mm-hmm. like, I'm talking about Instagram just as a sort of generic term for that that thing i mean you could jump like throw in their selfie sticks you can throw in their TikTok. you can throw in their this sort of this sort of people just looking for sort of validation I, i'd like of themselves i think it's really damaging to people's mental health and but i don't think that people will look back and go oh that's embarrassing wasn't it because i think it's going to get worse and i think it's going to get more and more i think it'll get better though do you i think so i hope so but what needs what I mean is what needs to happen for because it's so readily available to everyone mm-hmm. like what needs to happen for that to sort of reverse itself like because the technology is all there you know and things like things like lockdown and stuff has made has made have made that culture I think even worse because people are in their sort of more even more isolated um, and sort of de-socialized I think validate I think validation is what should be people not embarrassed by but validation people shouldn't should change the outlook like yeah instagram and all this these things will get bigger and bigger but i think if we can all try and not police it better but make sure that people's mental health and their the the validation doesn't need to be there like yeah yeah, as you say especially through this time like people think oh i need to be busy oh i need to be working out oh i need to be doing x y and z during this time you don't just because you see somebody else posting it yeah, I mean it's just yeah. I mean it, it can don't get me wrong, it can actually be like a one hundred like a, a really, really positive, positive thing. You know, if yeah. you see someone on a sort of fitness regime and you go, Do you know what? I'm gonna go on a fitness re-. great. Amazing. Yeah. But I just it's just um it's mainly like 
people because people use filters people people sort of like um sort of airbrush their lives to look better than they are and most of the time it isn't as rosy as that and like and then people are really really adverse to to when people are just honest and like i'm not happy and mm -hmm. help and then people are like oh fuck it do you see do you see sharon's status about how she's she's really depressed oh yeah. that's embarrassing and it's like what What's... Yeah, there's one, there's one thing filtering a nice little scenery in the background where you just make right. the grass look a little bit greener, but right. then there's another thing where you filter what literally is your life. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I find... That should be a new catchphrase. Go on. Don't... Here we go. <laughs> Don't filter your life. There you go. <laughs> Don't filter your life. That should be a new catchphrase. Don't filter your life. I completely agree. Um, got a bit deep there. Um, I can't even, remember, can't even remember what the question was now. What Just we what look, look back on and embarrassed by. I, 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 really th I really hope, I really hope as, a, as a society we, get, we, we become embarrassed by that. Next section of the podcast, Chatterbox. Chatterbox. This is where we allow you to vent about whatever you would like, no matter how big or small. So Fred, what is your vent? Um, my vent um, is about manners. Oh. Yeah, it covers quite a wide. Uh, like, it's it's just basic manners. It's like saying thank you. Like it co It's the classic. It costs nothing. It's co it, like it costs nothing to be polite, to acknowledge. Uh, like, so for example, I was out with the dogs the other day. We have a little stretch of road that uh, that leads to the grass that we walk to, and obviously in, in COVID times, uh, social distancing, I I, I, I try to honour it, and so I saw this woman coming, and I just waited with the two dogs so that we didn't have to, you know, come in close contact with this mm -hmm. narrow stretch of road, and she was walking quite slowly. She was just on her phone and just walking sort of ambling down, and I waited with the dogs. Just nice, you know. That's it. She That's just walked it. past me. Not even acknowledging the fact that I'd waited for her to just walk down this, you know, so that we didn't uh, have to. Just even a smile. It's, it doesn't even have to be words. Just eye contact. Little nod. Little yeah, word. just yeah. like because it was it was so obvious. She saw me. She saw me waiting for her to pass. I wasn't just standing there for, for the sake of it. And and it's the same when you hold a door open for someone. You give your seat up for someone. I remember I was on the tube once. I gave up a, a, a seat for for someone. And. It, like I, I gave it up as soon as she got on the tube, and she just went at last. And I was like, oh. "Whoa, whoa, 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 whoa!" I'll, st I'll stop you there. Well, they, if you haven't been given your seat on previous tubes that you've been on, that's not my fault. Yeah, of course. Right? But you've just said at last to me when I've given my my seat up, and and in that situation, I'm so like English and polite that I'm like, I said sorry. I was like, sorry. <laughs> like it was you, like you'd. Yeah, like it's my fault. Oh, see. Yeah, so it's just yeah. that it's, it's it, like bad manners. I, I can't even, I can't, I can't. It's funny it you say that. The yeah. other day I um, was at a, cr uh, a crossroads, uh, the traffic lights, and um, there was a woman next to me trying to press. Obviously, everyone's lost their mind with COVID. She was trying to press the button with her elbow, right? Which was, was crazy. I, I, I should have left it. She, I could see her struggling to hit it with her elbow. So I went, I'll get it. Hit the button, because I wasn't as worried. No. N not a thing. Didn't say no. a word. No. Not, didn't even look me in the eye. And the thing is, the thing that winds me up most about it is that it's conscious. Mm. It's, a, it's, it's like a conscious decision not to say thank you. Because mm. for me, it's knee-jerk. If I bump into someone, whoever's oh. fault it is, I say sorry immediately. You know, if someone does a little thing to me, I say thank you. Like, it's kind of awkward. Like, it's just built into. Me. So, that woman, for example, that one coming towards me with the dogs, thought, "I'm not going to say thank you." I hope, I hope that that was a choice, yeah, rather than yeah. rather, which is which is crazy anyway, rather than her not even thinking that it was a nice. I don't know. Like, I just I get, Complete and also evidence. as I've got older. I've got more passive aggressive. Mm -hmm. So when that sort of thing happens, I didn't do it to this girl actually. But every now and again, if there's something like that, I might be like, you're welcome. 
you know i'll be i'll be that guy and i don't yeah. like being that guy that's no. the that's the worst guy that's the worst guy to be <laughs> there was there was there was one time i always remember this is a few years ago there was a guy that came out of tube station i was waiting for someone outside the tube station he, he came out with a suitcase and the suitcase went like over my toe uh, and really hurt and he just he just went on and i went oh don't worry about that mate and he came back and he was the loveliest man Oh, like, I'm so, so did I did I run over your, <gasps> your foot and immediately I was like yeah 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 he was like I'm re- honestly I, I'm in a rush and I, I I honestly didn't know and I was like it's honestly I'm so sorry for oh, being well that's where society's all right it was lovely a genuine but then, mistake but then I was like me being that guy that goes you're welcome is is as I'm like as pathetic as the person that doesn't say thank you I don't think it was pathetic I just think it was you and the, just you just didn't realise. No, but, didn't but re- in in that situation, like I just don't I don't want to be that guy. So please just say thank you. If I please if, if someone opens the door for you, if you give up a seat, if you do like a small act of kindness. It's like a wonderful thing, the wonderful thing. We all need to help each other out. Exactly. We're all in this planet together. Thank you. Next section of the podcast, chat in the hat. It's time for some chat. In the hat. Love it. Here we Love go. It. This question was sent in. Oh. You ready for it? Yeah. Have you had unlimited money for one day, and whatever you bought only lasted for that day, what would you buy? So I'm guessing that you couldn't just buy a house and you'd have it forever, or you bought a car or whatever. You had to, whatever you bought, you had limited money for one day, but it only lasts to the end of the day. Wow. Oh, I know it's a big one, isn't it? It's a really big one. I would just have, I would just have a massive party. Yeah. Could I, could I ask, can I travel before the day starts? Let's just say yes. I'm, I'm okay, great. The, yeah. Great. So I would take everyone I know, everyone mm-hmm. I know, to a... An island on the Caribbean, mm-hmm. a secluded island. I would, I would get the best sound system. I would get the best DJ. I would get uh, chefs from around the world. Um, I would get, like, I love games. I would have, I would have all the possible games that you could play on this, on this beach. I would have yeah. uh, jet skis. I would have, like, I would just oh. fill that. I would make it the best party that anyone's. Remember the fire festival? Yeah. Back that, in like but that, but for my yeah. friends, and that would actually be a success. Amazing. I'm there. Yeah. Absolutely. And then just, I mean, because I, I want to basically in that in that day, you can give everyone the an experience of their lives. Mm-hmm. Anything. And what I would do is that I would ask all my friends to put in requests. So this is why I asked about whether you could plan beforehand. So if you've got like if if like someone has uh, skydiving on their on their bucket list. It's, it's happening, mate. You're going skydiving. <laughs> like, on that day, I've paid for you to go skydiving. You're going with, you're going with Phil and Jeff as well, because they said that's on their bucket list. And I've given them an experience for life. The only thing you would need to make sure is everything you're booking, you can't pay until that day. So you need to make sure that's all... I'd explain that. I'd explain, explain that. it. I'd say, listen, you can charge me three times the amount as long as you just... On my word, I'll pay on the day. Yeah. I'll pay, I'll pay four times, five times. Whatever you want, mate. Just get the skydive. I'll pay. I'll pay on the day. Awesome. Phil and Jeff need their skydive. <laughs> yeah. That's a good day, man. That's, that's honestly. That's the, the, even talking about that day has got me really excited. Next section of the podcast: news chat. This is news chat. <laughs> this is where I uh, come up with them. Um, well, I Google random bits of news and facts for the week. Mm. You ready for it? I'm ready. Yeah. Here we go. You like this first one. Nando's apologises to a customer when he finds a deep-fried moth in his takeaway meal. Here we go. So Nando's, this is the statement they put out, regrets any distress this event caused after cheeky deep-fried moth was not on the menu. The crispy critter had had its... The, the crispy critter was in the chips and was fried in the chips and was in, um, like, a takeaway um, box. Oh, my God. The man was disgusted from Leeds <laughs> after placing an 80 pound order which that I think that blows my mind more than the moth actually right right who's 
how many people is he paying for that's an 80 quid order? And I'm guessing it's a takeaway because they're all in takeaway boxes. Yeah, what's he ordering? And what? And also, did he did he order this on Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday? Because you get ten pounds off. Oh, I didn't say that in the article. Uh, do, do you know what I mean like? Was that eighty pounds worth of food, or was that one hundred and sixty pounds worth? Well, no, it was only ten pound <laughs> per person. Whatever it is, you know what I'm trying to say. Jesus. I suppose the more it's like it's like my my you know this island that I'm going to take everyone to. Mm-hmm. The more the more you the more you order at Nando's, the more chance you can have them off. That's it. Do you know? Yeah. So if he just if if he just orders one thing, chance of that moth, less. Yeah. But yeah, eighty pound and you find a deep fried moth. But I thought moths like evaporate as soon as you touch them. That where have you got that from? Not evaporate, but do you know what I mean? Like they de- like if you touch a moth, d- don't they like decimate? Like their wings. You're like just using different words ending in eight. I swear that that's a real thing. I'm gonna have to look that up. I swear, if you touch a moth, that it just like because of like a chemical reaction between our skin and theirs. Uh, is this a real thing that you think? Yeah, I'm gonna have to look this up. Okay, and second bit of a uh, rubbish info this week. Billy goats urinate on their own heads to smell more attractive to females. There you go. Billy goats, or bucks, is the name given to male goats. Generally, they urinate on themselves in late summer <laughs> through to fall, and for humans, it's not a pleasant smell. I, can rela- I can't relate to that. I've never pissed can't relate to stuff. that. Please don't say you can relate. <laughs> no, I can't relate to that. But it's the whole sort of it's like pheromones thing, isn't it? It's, like those, it's, it's probably what you bought at that shop. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Um, yeah, I mean, it's the pheromones thing. It's like we all ch- each have individual smells, mm-hmm. and all the goat wants to do in summer is just to boost that smell. That's it. He's pissing on himself. But how does he do that? Billy goats aren't the tallest, or like they're on are they, fo- how are, they're are on they, fours. Are they urinating on them on their legs, or on their neck? Like it says that they urinate on their own heads. On their own heads. Yeah. Billy goats urinate on their own heads. Oh, okay, so it's doing what a dog does, isn't it? Sort of like going underneath with the head and then... Oh, if it rolls onto its back and then yeah, just yeah, yeah. goes Or well, not even on its back, it could just be standing still and then like... And also, well, it depends... God, why am I thinking about this so much? Also, the goat has a... has a... like a... a strong spray. Mm-hmm. He won't need to bend that much. Yeah, I suppose. You know? If he's got a good full bladder. Exactly. 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 Nailed it. Well, that's um, Ridiculous News Chat of the Week. Really enjoyed that. Last section of the podcast, Chat and Ball. Let's play Chat and Ball. Chat and Ball. So, I'm going to let you start this one off. Okay, fantastic. Adam. Yep. What would you do if you were invisible for an hour? If I was invisible for an hour, I think I'd just want to wind people up please elaborate for a good solid hour like probably go to either somebody i really like or really dislike so somebody if it was somebody i really like i would turn up and just wind them up and then after it we would all laugh and go ha ha i like was turning lights on and off i was pulling the chair out from underneath you but if it's somebody i really disliked i'm not saying i'm going to cause harm but (laughs) (laughs) Wow, um, I think, oh, <laughs> you could you could really like you could really go to town in that. You could really go to town, but I mean, I want specifics. I'm sure anyone listening wants the specifics as well. You what could probably you like go into their wherever they live, their flat or their house, and like take a leg off a chair. <laughs> <laughs> like old school, like leg off a chair or like fill up the sofa with fish. Underneath it, <laughs> underneath the in the mattress, you could. This fill seems it with... in the. To be fair, this seems in the same cat. It seems like you're scared of seeming too evil because this seems in the same category as what you do to people you like. Yeah, but people I like, I would do. Like it pulling out, out, pulling out a chair is no different from taking a le- cha- uh, like a, a leg of a chair off, is it? Yeah, but I feel pulling out a chair, I can at least like help them back down. Like I, if I pull it out, I like slightly cut. I don't know. I'm there to. <laughs> I'm there to look after just, them. I'm, what I'm saying is, it seems like you wanted to go darker than you went. Yeah, maybe just slightly. 
So how dark would you go? What, you know? No harm, but I, I do want at least an annoyance. Like the fish scenario, I really think is, like we did, this happened um, at school. When we got that end of year thing at school, the year before us put a fish in the, in the like the roof, you know, like the panels you can take out, it's like the school roof yes, panels. Yes, yes, I know what and you mean. And they put yeah. fish in there, and like a month or two later, there was this really bad smell, and it and it was still there for like a month after we got rid of it. Great. Okay, so you would so go that, that kind of like annoyance of like filling up. I'm, I'm really why stuck in this need... fish idea, but but why would you need? Why would you need to be invisible? Just to get in the house. Yeah. Okay. And maybe even like do stuff while I'm there, if they're there as well. Okay, <laughs> once again, be specific. What do you mean do stuff? Like if I could like change the passwords, like all of them, if they were logged into everything, I would forget Whoa, their passwords. Now we're talking, now yeah. we're talking. Forget all, forget all passwords just quickly. That would take yeah. some time longer than now, maybe. <laughs> but as many as the main ones. I love the yeah. idea of yeah. you going, like, taking 20 minutes to get to this person's house and then doing 40 minutes of admin <laughs> and being out of invisible time. Yeah, like, get the main ones. Email, social media, Netflix. Change all the passwords. Email's a big one because email, like, that's where all you forgot, you've forgotten your password goes to your email. So you need to get that first. Because you probably could do some <laughs> admin after the hour. Yes. Wow. Yeah. Good. This is this is exciting stuff. Great. Really good answer. Thanks, I Mike. felt like you didn't go far enough. I felt like there was more in the tank there. I felt that you could have gone darker. And had it had it just been me and you in a room, rather than it being on a podcast, you, I think you would have gone darker there. Possibly. Because you went the darkest you went was pa passwords. <laughs> passwords was the darkest you went, and then one rung under that was fish, and you really yeah. were stuck on the fish for a while. Um, I'd just like to know where else you'd go. You've only got an hour. Maybe if we extended it, I don't know. Yeah, an hour's quite quick. Like you need to do a, maybe a quick hour. Like yeah. Okay, my question to you: What is something that you have said, or someone has said to you, that sounds like a compliment but was actually an insult? So I had a. We were we, <clears throat> our, our friends Jake and Mariel, uh Invite, have invited us to go surfing with them, to go body oh. surfing. Um, and they left us a little voice note yesterday. This is why it just came into my head now. Um, and they said, we don't know how you, how you guys would be with body surfing. We, we, we had a chat about it. We said that, um, that Jamie would be quite sort of robust because she's worked with horses a lot in her life. And we thought that Fred would just be sort of happy-go-lucky. <laughs> <laughs> Which... Uh, which just means bad, doesn't it? Yeah, that's like, that's, yeah. A, that, that's like a yeah. That just means I'm going to be getting on, falling in, getting on the fall, and just not caring about failing every time. Yeah, that's a good it one. It sounded it sounded like really like whoa. We just love seeing you so happy go like but like not, you know. So that's that was really that's probably the nearest. That's probably the best example I can give. That's uh, really good. Okay, shall I do one back at you? Go for it. Okay. Okay. Would you rather, I love would you rather, would you rather narrate someone's life from nine to five as a new job? You have to give up all your ambitions as an actor and as a singer. Mm -hmm. you, you are narrating someone's life, everything they do from picking up a mug to having a conversation. Mm -hmm. Or have someone do that same job, i.e. narrate your life in your head from nine to five every day. I think narrate my life. Do you have that in your head? Yeah, I think I would go do Lally. But at least I would try and keep it... I think it would make me want to do... Adam's hands were up in the air. <laughs> yeah. So, like... Adam he... waved his hands slowly. Yeah. Adam smiled. Oh, so it's as, it's as quick as that every, every, every action I do. Adam tried to regain his thoughts, but couldn't. Okay, I see what you're trying to say. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just giving an example. Have you ever seen that film with Will Ferrell? Stranger Than Fiction. Yeah. Yeah, similar to that, yeah. Similar to I that, but... Yeah, maybe not then, because I think you'd, that... that you'd, give up your you'd give up your job? I think I would have to. Okay, and what... For my sanity. What, 
what salary would you accept in order to not have your own uh, life narrated? But then what am I doing instead? Narrating somebody else? Or does it matter? You'll be narrating someone else, yeah. You'll be going into a booth Every and, day. Narrating, and narrating their life. Nine to five? Yeah. Um, a nine to five, what? Monday to Friday or Monday to Sunday? Monday to Friday. Monday to Friday. Got the weekends off. 50 grand? 50 grand. Okay. You still get the weekends. You, st- you would still have the weekends. <laughs> that's great. I think that's a fair, fair asking price. And it's still, right. it's still under the tax bracket of not paying 40%. Do you know what I mean? Right. Perfect. Really perfectly pitched yeah. um, wage request there. Um, Thank you and now much. my next question, a follow-on question. Who would, whose life would you like to narrate? And whose wouldn't you like to narrate? So if I could you're narrate You'd love to have little branches of questions from the questions. So what happens if that person dies? If that person dies, you move on to another person. Oh, so you just move on. You don't like finish that what, job. You go, you go to their next of kin. Okay, like Jack Nicholson. Bet you he'd be good. Great. Seeing really that, good. I bet you. I don't know what he's doing now because obviously, don't, I, you just don't know what he's doing anymore. So that's maybe why I want to know. So you, but you know, within like the first half hour of your shift. Yeah. Then you're there just narrating. But narrating that's, him. That's the choice. Okay, so who would you not like to narrate? I don't want to narrate David Attenborough because I do like the man, but I feel I wouldn't like to narrate a narrator. Which that's not <laughs> just what he is, but his <laughs> voice is the like one of the first voices when you hear hear a voice like him and yeah. Stephen Fry. You yeah. always hear them doing. So I wouldn't want to narrate someone who I would then. Do you feel that he'd be criticising you as you would? Possibly, you'd, be in, yeah. you'd be in his head, right? And he'd probably like, listen. Your diction's terrible. Go on. I know. You that, say, sorry, I, I just I have to stop you there. If you're doing a David Attenborough, what he'd say to your voice, you have to do a David Attenborough voice. That's the main. Adam. <laughs> sounds like <laughs> really good. Sounds, sounds like good. Dumbledore. Adam. Your diction is terrible. No, I that's not. That's a, the worst David Attenborough impression in the planet. In Please. the planet. Please persevere. Go on. I sound like Gandalf. Wait a minute. Here we go. The monkeys were. You've got this. You've got. You've got this. Adam was narrating my voice in the people's. No. It's horrible. No, there's something in there. There's something it's, it's in. in there. It's. It's. Yeah. I, I workshop it. If it happens. What's What's really interesting to me now is if we, if this makes it into the podcast. Because to me, hearing you. Hearing you try try and potentially fail at the David Attenborough voice is funny. It's yep. good listening, but it is also a bit embarrassing. So it's like whether you're willing to, to go to that place. So this is no peer pressure for me to keep it in. No, I, I'm not saying it's, <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not, not saying peer pressure, just interesting. Interesting. Okay. The jury's out. Would you rather give up all drinks except water or give up eating anything that was cooked in an oven? Um, I, th- I mean, that's quite an easy one for me. I think I would just give up all drinks apart from water. Yeah? Yeah, I love food too much. I think actually, um, I, love, I, love, um, I love Coke Zero, for example. Bit of product placement there. Um, um, and like, you know, I love, I love uh, fizzy water and squash. Like, I li- you know, I like, I like sugar. Yeah. Um, although Coke Zero is no sugar, whatever. <laughs> More product yeah. placement, apparently. Um, <laughs> so I do like, like I do, do like flavour in my drink, but the idea of like limiting my food in any capacity is like I can't think of anything worse. Yeah, agreed. I, I, I'd agree on that. I genuinely can't think of anything worse. Okay, what's the best fancy dress costume you've ever worn slash made? Um, I can think of two. One is an adult and one is a child. Great. The one as a child was was Tiger Woods, but hear me out. Okay. It was me dressed as a tiger with a golf bag in my back. <laughs> Great. So, and I, really and I, good. I think I actually, did I win the competition that year? I think, I, there's a picture somewhere. I think it was like eight or nine, and I was dressed as a tiger with like a golf bag in my back and was like really chuffed. <laughs> really That's chuffed. Great. That's really good. And as an adult, um, I don't know if I'm proud of it though. It was this scary Mary outfit. It was a, c- coming back to Pamela Anderson. It was a a Baywatch, a female Baywatch outfit. 
and this is when I was a lot larger, a lot larger as a human being. So I was I, there was no extra padding needed except the chest, and then it had pubic hair that went down to the knee, Ooh. out of the sides of the of the costume, and I and I used that for a good two three years, thinking it was the funniest thing that I had ever purchased. Thinking that every time I wore this, folk I think this is hilarious. That's and now important. I look back on it, back on it, and I'm like, mm. it was a, it was a choice. What's a choice? A strong choice. What would be the worst, buy one get one free sale, of all time? Right. From what? From whose perspective? No, <laughs> 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 I mean, because if you're thinking from, from, if you're thinking from the company's perspective, it would be, it would be awful. For iPhone yeah. to start doing I buy one get one free, they'd lose, <laughs> they'd lose so much money, right? Yeah. And from the seller's point of view, from the buyer's point of view, why would you buy a thing that you didn't want two of? You you had to. You had to. You had to buy two. Okay, okay, that's the question, isn't it? Right. Of Let's course. go with that. Let's go with that. It's, that makes more, more sense, right? Okay. My tra- my trail of thought. I just talk you through. It says not just silence, right? I'm thinking of something that you would. You would only need to buy once. And even then you sort of buy it begrudgingly. You know, mm-hmm. it's like a thing you sort of one-off purchase. Yeah. A crane. A crane? Yeah. Wow. So, Explain. <laughs> so you need to do some renovations in your yep. garden, right? You need, to, you need to buy this crane that's going to help you move, you know, move. I mean, I'm talking from, I've never, ever owned a garden. <laughs> Let's just get that. Let's get that right. on the record. I've never owned a garden. I've never renovated a garden. I'm not even sure whether you, you buy cranes for this, but let's just assume you are. Right? Okay. So you need a crane in order to move, mm-hmm. <laughs> move dirt, move soil. I, you can tell I, I don't know what I'm talking about. And the, the company says, listen, you bought this crane, you get another one. Wow. Do you, you know what I mean? Keep, you have to keep you them have both. You to keep both. So now yeah. you've got two cranes in your garden. You're like, ah. Such a good answer. Such a good answer. It's not a good answer. I, I it regret, is. Because what, again, listeners can't see the video of this. When I said crane, the look of like, dis- like there's despair and confusion in your face. Like you're, you're going for crane, are you, man? You're going, you're, you're going. It was, but way. now that I'm thinking about it, like. But then, but then the whole premise of this was me needing a crane. I th- I'm sure you rent cranes. You don't buy cranes, do you? Yeah, but if you had to buy one, seeing that you could then sell it on afterwards. Sell what? Sell an, You could. Yeah. You could. But then. But then also, I think that's, I'm, I'm actually going back now because I think crane's, crane's a good answer because who's buying a crane? Mm. You know? I th- I'm sure I've got another, I've, I'm sure I've got a better answer. I'm going to go, um, a sex robot. A what? A sex robot. We watched a documentary on it. Right. There are, there's a, it's like a booming industry. It's like the one step on from a, from a sex doll, they mm. are they are robots. They are like they move, like they look and move like humans, and they're very very expensive, and they are also like obviously they rely on discretion. So if you've got a sex robot, you like keep him or her in like your basement or whatever, and you get him out when like, no one's around. If you had two, oh, you know what I mean. I think horrible, really horrible. And scary, crane or sex robot. Wow. Again, in the same way, I have never owned a garden <laughs> or a sex I robot. Have, I have never owned a sex robot either. This is simply because there's, there's a documentary we watched quite recently on on the boom of the sex robot. And Disgusting. and it just wouldn't. If you want one of those, you you don't want to. Agreed. But then saying that in this documentary, this guy had like six. Oh. Uh, anyway. And he paid for, he didn't get by one. He paid, get one and, the, and, and he was married. Oh. He was married. And, and they're all for him. All for him. And his wife was all right with it. And he, and he gave, and he was talking about the men's that they had personality being like, Jessica, she's, she's a bit shy, but she, honestly, oh. it's, there's some, People in the world that need, like, you know, that's... I've got one more, haven't I? You've done three. I have, haven't I? I'll do another one. Okay. Okay, and this will be interesting to see if you put this in. Because okay. actually, just it's just a straight question about you. 
Great. It's not a would you rather, it's not silly. It's mm-hmm. just a straight question about you. I think that there's a lot of um, negativity in the world and sometimes we need, we need to be positive. Of course. So I'm going to ask you, Adam. Yeah, go for it. What is the thing you're most proud of? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Lovely little sigh. Oh. I think the, the kick up the backside I had at 21 um, before I moved to London and how it all kind of turned around from then, where I kind of had a kick up the arse, had made a few silly mistakes, and made a very quick decision, and just kind of started to grow up. How do you mean? I just had a different mindset. Before, Just before my 21st birthday, was not a different person, but like just less... Um, I just wasn't aware. As uh, I wasn't as I wasn't as aware. I mean, I'm not the cleverest guy in the world, but I just wasn't paying attention to myself, to other people. What was I getting up to every day? Like making silly mistakes, thinking I'd get away with things that I could just like, yeah, just blag. I mean, I still to this day I still call myself a professional blagger, but to a different extent where before it was just everything I, and I thought that it was acceptable just to flunk things off or or I don't know I was just a very different person so that kick up the back side just straight after my 21st birthday and then making the decisions I did from there like straight away like a week a week and a half later after that I was moving to London or I, I got a place to move to London so I would say yeah, that decision as well to, to move to London was a huge thing because I could have got stuck in that rut. Well, so, th- so was that the kick up the backside? Yeah. Just the fact you were moving? No, the kick up the backside was, long story short, that I had kind of ballsed up my course a little bit. I ballsed up my course that I did in Edinburgh yeah. and was going to have to make some changes, but I wasn't happy. I wasn't happy in that course. This is getting very deep, but I was like, I wasn't happy what I was doing. Yeah, I enjoyed music, but I hated what I was at the course I was doing, yeah. um, and wanted to perform. So then I was like, right, I need to make a change. So the following day, after this, uh, this kick up the backside, where somebody said to me, "Listen, you're you're you need to do X Y Z if you want to pass and whatever else." So I did that, and then but then was like, but I, I need to leave. I can do. I can finish this last year and not do the rest of it um, and then move to London. Yeah, I think that's it. Great. It's a great answer. I think, yeah, because that was, yeah, that was a very big kick up the backside. Yeah. And I went from there. Fantastic. That's a great answer. So just sort of like listening to yourself. Yeah, because I could have just stuck with it and been unhappy is maybe you can, I don't know if I'd be unhappy I would have just been like f- like floating through life like just doing what I thought was the status quo what I should be doing like stick at it because you're here now like because I know a lot of people through life make difficult choices and like you think oh do I stick at this or do I move on and try something else and I, I love when I see people not I, I don't like to see obviously people have to go through tough times to make a change but when people say yeah that didn't work out I've stopped doing this I'm now working towards oh, whatever else it's the best thing isn't it so I, and even though that that moment in life can be difficult it also on the other end of it when you get past everything it's great yeah I respect that so much when people do that when they yeah. just go this isn't this isn't working out and especially yeah. in especially in our industry mm-hmm. um where it's all about, it's all about success versus failure. It's mm. all about you know that people sort of plod along, and and they don't like they don't they don't say that basically. There's a thing where people think if they've gone into another field that isn't acting mm-hmm. or performing. Let's say performing is a yeah. an umbrella term. Like if people say I'm not performing anymore, that it will be perceived as failure. Mm-hmm. That they've failed at that and it's not that thanks for coming on man it's been a pleasure pleasure bye 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 and that was another riot of a podcast with me adam scott pringle thank you very much to our good friend fred gray for all the all the chit chat 
you know, that's why I came up with that name, Watch the Chat, just to chit chat, to, to chat shit and, no, we're not getting banged, I'm an engaged man. Uh, next week, we've got another belter, I keep saying belter, it's Katie Pritchard, you'll have seen her, well, we'll discuss that next week, but as always, look after yourself and each other, eat your five a day and wear a bloody mask. A goodbye. <laughs>